So are you ready? Are you ready for a day of settling more deeply into body, your body, as human body, as human animal, made of, well, we could say many things of what it's made of, but for, day, for today looking at us as of earth. One poet said, we are the clay that has grown tall, the clay fashioned out of materiality, not other than this earth and as Anushka spoke last night to which we return to which the table returns to which we return sooner or later so let's breathe together as we will as we settle more we'll kind of dive deeper and wider into this practice so let's breathe in together breathing out The, in the teaching of the Buddha, the first foundation of mindfulness, the first place to attend, the first way to set up this training for attention is the body. And he invites us to know body, to K, K-N-O-W, to know it, to know body as body not as my ideas about body or even my history with body of course they're all there but he's saying there's a way of knowing body as body that can lead onward that can be both a foundation for your life and can be a platform from which insight is more easily able to arise and to be embodied. So really giving ourselves to this both foundational practice, but we could also say it's a fruition practice. That a Buddha, an awake one, is one whose insight has um, taken root in their soil such that they can live what they understand. And the body is our place for that. And the good news is we don't have to have the right body. Our our ideas about right body. If it was only younger, more healthy, or didn't hurt so much. What is beautiful about this practice is that the liberation the Buddha speaks about is not dependent on the conditions. So in practice, the today we'll be exploring the contemplative attitude to body, the contemplative training to know body, which is not the same as our habitual relationship with body, our habitual attention with body. So I invite you, whether you're a new practitioner or very experienced, and particularly for the experienced ones, because the beginners have the advantage of having fresh attitude. (laughs) The experienced ones among us have the disadvantage of thinking we know something about body as body. Yeah, I've done mindfulness of body, I know what that is. And like any relationship, if we're coming to know body as body, it's like if we want to make a real relationship with body that is a contemplative relationship, a spiritual friendship, then like any relationship, we want to come with an attitude of what makes relationship work. And if we come too much with, yeah, I know you. I know about being mindful with you. I know who you are. I know what a body is. I've done my anatomy lessons. I know what pains I have. 
What happens if someone meets you with that gaze? I know you. I know what you're about. I know how to define you. I know that my assumptions about you are correct. <laughs> what happens to your soul? Like, oh, I don't think I want to be in a relationship with this one. Something in us, something in body, something in everything wants to be known thoroughly. Not through old ideas, even spiritual ideas. So of course we use frameworks to enter this, but lightly, gently. And what might it be for the new among us and the so-called experienced among us to practice the contemplative attitude to know body as body? And how do we know body as body? Through the direct sensation, the tactile the feeling it out from the inside, feeling it from the outside, the pulsing, the heat, the cool, the throbbing, the spaciousness, the liquidity, the gurgling, the pain, the pleasure, the discomfort, the ordinary, that neutral areas that we can often just space out. This kind of relationship takes time to build. It does not happen as quickly as the relationship or the habitual relationship even with thinking. Thinking is usually much more um, delineated. It's more self-declarative, a thought. I don't like porridge. Right? There's a thought, it's like we hear it and we think we know it. The body communicates to us through sensation. And this is a, a, a much better way of relating to this rather than seeing the body or observing the body. We want to come in with the attitude of uh, the analogy of touch. Touching the body with our attention. Feeling out lingering, pausing, patiently waiting for this slower communication at first. So this morning we have this hour period. I would like first to do a little experiment with um, ways of coming into body and then I'll say a little bit about pain and how to work with pain so this part is a meditative exercise for however long it takes and then I'll say some more so please take your seat what oh. Whichever way helps you to think about establishing your intention and letting your body um, firmly take their place on the seat. And this first exercise, I'm going to offer four images of ways in ways we could think about being with body and breathing with the body. So just as an introduction, in insight meditation we could say we have two aspects. We have samatha and vipassana. The samatha aspect is this gathering, collecting, of our attention in one location. Gathering, collecting, what Anushka was calling the monkey mind. Gathering, collecting, and letting our attention pervade our body. Imagine that attention that can be lost with thought. Imagine it as if it was suffusing, pervading this bright knowing right through the body, in front and behind, 
side to side, above and below. So these four images will be, you can see whichever one of them may be useful for you, if any of them are. And they don't remain as images, they become felt um, experiences for us. So we're learning how to be feelers rather than just observers. Okay. <coughs> so let's take a deliberate breath together, breathing in. Breathing out with the belly with a ha. So our attention can even infuse our belly, not just our head or our eyes. Breathing in. Breathing out with a belly. And as you make the sound this third time, imagine your bright attention is in that knowing and it kind of suffuses your pelvic bones and all the fabric of your lower belly. Breathing in. image we worked with yesterday. Imagine through your body's imagination, through the earth's imagination, that you could be breathed up from the earth through your perineum, that you don't have to even do the breathing, but that you're open from below. At the perineum, there's an opening. And the next in-breath is as if the earth is breathing up through you as the clay that has grown tall. The clay that can breathe. The clay that can walk around. Breathing in from below. Breathing out, letting that breath go down below through the perineum into earth. And again, as you like, letting the breath enter you as if from below. And maybe you can sense as the breath enters it just suffuses your body a little bit. The breath energy pervades and fills the back of your pelvis, your belly, and then maybe goes out. So no straining. It's learning how to linger And maybe your lower body softens, your feet, <coughs> your toes might uncurl if they're curled. Just practice for a minute, learning how to linger as a feeler, as if the breath energy is what is touching you filling, pervading, suffusing, and then softening with the out-breath, releasing as the breath is given back. location.
just for just for a one breath. <coughs> one breath at a time. If you notice that there's some merit for you in lingering there, meaning, yes, I can see this is a place I can come back to, to gather and steady. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge to your belly in the ground, yeah, I'll, I'll return. I will return. And I offer a second image. Imagine that your mind, your bright head, even if it feels dull right now, I'm calling it bright, that's its capacity. Imagine everything you know and all the ways you know so far, that that knowing, that capacity to know things, is like a little drop of ink in your head, coming through a little pipette, down through your head, you know, a pipette, like a teak pipette where you, a little bit of ink is taken into the tube and just releasing through and squeezing the pipette, that knowing, that capacity to know, like a drop of ink drops into your body. It drops down like ink into water. Drops down through your torso. We learned is made 75% of water and that ink starts to pervade the water of your body suffusing spreading widening through your body as you breathe out as you breathe in The pipette, the little tube, is like our intention. Our intention to know body as body. We drop that intention into the body. Like ink into water. and linger. Linger with this realm of body sensation that might be very faint. There might be breath that can support and anchor. might be pulsing might be aching can you give it room When the mind wanders, you space out, drop in your intention again. 
Take a little drop of ink into water. To know body as body. the breath energy can support this, you will notice on the in-breath that the body expands. Can you know expansion as expansion, not observing expansion, but feeling expansion? It's like your gills at the side of your ribs, they kind of widen. Breath energy goes out and the body softens and you know softness from the inside. And don't worry if you can't yet. Your intention can keep being made and affirmed. This is primary. what's happening oh yeah I just got sleepy or I just got agitated or anxious it's okay it's okay and affirming your intention to know body as body where can you come in your body right now that is okay Can you feel your bum on the seat? Sometimes the mind goes, no, I can't, it's too vague. You can wiggle your bum a bit, squeeze your buttocks, feel it, let them spread out. Squeeze them in. Let them release. Contemplative art requires courage to stay with through the areas of not knowing. The I can't do it. And then affirming the intention. Breathing out. beginning again. This much we can do. for one more minute 
in whatever way allows you to affirm your intention and to come here gather steady the mind And nobody as body. offer a little bit about pain into your meditative contemplation so you can stay with your practice if you can listen from from the body through feeling, through touch. And when we have a contemplative task, many things show up. And one is that sometimes the body expresses itself through discomfort and pain. This is not an error or a mistake and it is not a hindrance to our contemplation. So first attitude is that when pain or discomfort arises, this is part of our contemplation. is already a radical shift from an untrained mind. Where our attention is just habitual and typically we will fight with pain push it away or fixate on the story about it. And of course there is a time to get our pain cared for. But right now we're exploring another doorway that is also caring, deeply caring. coming from the understanding that the way we attend to anything makes the difference 
between being in the world in a place of refuge or a place of flailing. So with pain or discomfort today, notice that your attention can sometimes come close up like a laser beam. It can focus in, let's say it's like tightness in your stomach. You're there, you're endeavoring to be mindful of the body and you notice this really tight pain in your stomach or just a tight discomfort, let's say, vague. Could be acute, could be chronic. Typically the mind will say, oh no, not this again, or this is in the way of my mindfulness, or, okay, thank you mind. Let me see what else is possible here. So we can come close with that laser-like attention like a laser beam. And when we use that kind of attention, things stand out really clearly. You might feel the edges of that pain, the tightness, the soreness, the hardness, the sharpness, the throbbing, the stabbing, the piercing. Could be in your knee, could be in your back. You see that? And you practice skill with widening that lens. So it's not just a laser beam. Widening a wide angle to a whole field, like all the space around the pain, so that we get a wider view. And we can start to contemplate and see what that pain is hung together with. This is not a tradition that says all the pain is in your mind, not at all. But we can usefully open our attention to see the quality of the way we are meeting that pain. Am I pushing against it? Am I just bearing with it till the bell goes? Am I just waiting for a better moment? Am I just distracting myself? Am I lost in the story about it? Or am I just putting my life on hold till I can move my body again and get out of this uncomfortable experience? Dhamma, the refuge of Dhamma, is here and now, inviting investigation. So what is here and now in that moment may be the discomfort. Can I come into relationship with it? Come close and come wide. Breathe. What happens when I'm willing to know discomfort as discomfort. Does it stay the same? Does it change? What happens? Learning how to not only bear with, but investigate the itch, the ache, the chronic or acute pain. Opens up many possibilities. not least, we start to settle. The mind can slow down when we're not always reacting 
to every little discomfort. Mind slows down, it can drop into the body. Drop into the body, we can suffuse the body. As we suffuse the body, we notice areas of tension and tightness, we can breathe into those. We can widen, we can soften, we can know them. And as we stop reacting, or as we steady our reactivity, we settle more. It's more fulfilling. It's more fulfilling to not run and move from the discomfort. So let's practice in any of these ways that feel like ways in for you. Breath energy, intention, discomfort, uncurling your toes, softening the hands. Letting the mind infuse the body.
And where is your mind now? No need to judge. Breathing out. Uncurling your toes or your fingers. Softening the belly. Affirming your intention. Are you willing to begin again in this moment? May all beings rest deeply on earth, as earth. May all earthly beings be able to breathe out in safety. May all beings know peace.
So as you go to the walking practice shortly, which kind of begins now, as we're shifting the form, acknowledge the mood or the mind state that's here. As Anushka said yesterday, you don't have to wait till you want to do it. If we, you know, sometimes we're a little grumpy or tired or, um, or you might be very well and enthusiastic. Just acknowledge the mind state that's here without that defining your next move. Right, so we give ourselves to the schedule to learn freedom from conditions. We give ourselves to a form like this so that those things that might normally like take us away, like, oh, I don't feel like it, or leg hurts too much, that we kindly gather those and say, but do you think you could walk <coughs> for uh, five minutes, my love? Okay, five minutes. Right, and walk. Okay, and staying. Right, and then something happens when we're not just going with uh, an, an untrained attention. Something gathers, something pulls, something settles, something becomes more fulfilling. So many of you know that, but I want to encourage you, if you don't, um, it's really worth it. Um, in the walking today, keep faith with the form, the back and forth. The theme of today is suffusing um, a body with attention. So as you walk, what helps you to be here on the ground? So I'll give you a couple more suggestions. I like to do it also standing up because then it's tactile for me as I feel it. So it's not an abstracted thing, it's right here. So one practice I love in walking is my animal feet, the pads of my feet. Imagine, and you don't have to imagine, they are animal feet, right? That that becomes the focus for my attention, the step. And I let that whole foot base kind of spread, and I give my weight back. You know, when animals are really at home in themselves, even though they can spring if they have to. When they're really at home in themselves, they're not looking for trouble. Right? They, they take their step assured in their animal nature. Something is relaxed and poised as they do. You know, my cat can dart around, but when she's here, she can, she's there in her feet. So, so I really encourage, there's a lot to the pads of the feet. They're very intelligent, they're sensitive. We can give ourselves back through the feet, give our weight back, and use the out breath, if you like. <clears throat> Sometimes you can feel as you do that, that that kind of old information or even the ways I'm holding emotionally as well can just have a bit more ground, soften. At other times, you might have the sense of the whole body walking. Right? There's a whole human animal here that knows body is body. And there's a whole sense like your whole, um, as if you're a whole envelope of a, of a being and, you're, and the space around you. The whole thing is walking and I'm sensing, I'm knowing body is body. And then the mind goes, I want to go to bed. Or I want a cup of tea. It's like, okay. Okay, you want a cup of tea? In a minute. So can, we do, can we make that deal? Okay. Right, begin again. Not because there's anything wrong with a cup of tea, but because we're just tra- we're training not just going with involuntary impulse. Because there's nothing sacred there. Tea is sacred, but we don't know it because we'll get the tea and we'll be, you know, going to do the next thing. So keep faith with the form back and forth. Slow it down if you want the time to speed it up. If you want to sort of feel the briskness, particularly if you're tired, speed it up.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.